Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Welcome to the show. Tonight's going to be a great show. I've got some really cool guests for you this evening. Plus, at the end of every show, I am now showing you and introducing you to guests from the nonprofit world. So if you like charities and if you love giving back and you've got a particular charity that you love, let me know about it because I absolutely love, love, love to support charities. I have now a very special guest, a friend of mine, who I feel like she's family because I've met her on Clubhouse and still have not met her in person. So we're going to be eyeball to eyeball now. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest, Molly Dare, founder of Hill & Brand Media, executive producer. She's a podcaster of, and host of On Air with Molly Dare. She is amazing. She has 16,000 followers on Clubhouse and growing fast and 18,000 followers on Instagram. I say that because I know you want to get celebritized and you want to grow your business. Well, who else to learn from than somebody that has a massive following like that? Let me bring on Molly Dare. Here she comes. Amazing. Aray, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad you're here, Molly. Good to see you. Good to see you. Sorry, a little late. Technical difficulties, but we're here. <laughs> you know what happens. It's all good. You know, I can keep on talking. I'm good. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I know you're good. You're an expert. <laughs> it's like, okay, not here. So let's talk love out which is a perfect segue to you. Molly, you're an amazing, amazing business owner. I feel like you're my sister already. And this is the first time actually eyeball to eyeball conversation. So I know it's so great. But I spend every morning with you, Molly. I love your rooms. I absolutely love your mindset rooms. 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday, Clubhouse. I'm in a room. So many amazing people are in your room to start our mornings off right. So, Molly, before we get into the business and success, because that's what this podcast is about, giving us some juicy details on your success road, like maybe something that derailed you, maybe some reason why you shouldn't be successful, but you are. But first, tell us who you are. <clears throat> oh my gosh, Araya, this is such a treat. I am so happy to be speaking to you face to face. This is amazing. So I am Molly Dear. You did a great introduction of me. I'm also a single mom of two girls. I'm running my business and my company, really passionate about the entrepreneurial mindset um, and, and getting the right people around me and doing what I love and living a life where I get to start each day where I say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I get to do this today. And I can't believe I get to speak to this person today. And, and really that's, that's what I'm about is getting people inspired and motivated to pursue what sets their soul on fire. 
And you're great at it too. Tell yeah. me too what what exactly you do. You, it reminds me. I don't know if you ever watched the, the yeah. show Friends, right? <laughs> you love the show Friends, yeah. And Chandler. Nobody really knew knew what Chandler did. You yeah. know, so it's like. So I know you produce. You're always traveling. Yeah. You're always producing something. Yeah. Where am I going? What am I doing? Right. Yeah. And then this is your podcast. You're introducing all these cool people. So what is it that you do? What's Hill and Brand Media? Okay. Great. So <clears throat> Hill and Brand Media started in 2017 off of the advice of a really dear friend. You know how you have those friends who tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I was um, starting over in a new city, a new town, and I was I've always for years helped my friends who had passion projects or wanted to start businesses. I had retail stores that I had started in uh, New Jersey and Chicago. I'm just was all about people doing what they're excited about. If you have a great idea, let's get that started. And mm. so it started out as me helping them get started on social media, get, getting a following, getting people to hear about what it is that they're doing, their, their, you know, whether they have an organizational business or they have a new product that they're trying to sell or a clothing line. So I got them started on Instagram, Facebook, got them to get in front of the camera and, and not just show the products, but really make it about you, your story, why it matters. Because I really saw a long, long time ago the advantage of doing that. So it started out as that. Um, and then I was approached by Ion South Florida, which is a local TV station down here. Which one? Ion South Florida. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the channel I was on with my show on the Ion oh, station. Yeah. <laughs> Small world. It is. <laughs> and, um, you know, they wanted to expand. They wanted to grow. Every single business does, as it turns out. And so I said, great. If you want to grow, you want to be you want to be bigger Then you want to be eye on New York, eye on Chicago, eye on L.A. You want to be eye on everywhere because I only see the world in terms of global domination. Right. <laughs> I love and, that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I'm like, we got to take over everywhere. And they said, amazing. Great. Go do that. So this was an interesting challenge for me because this was not something that was a skill set for me. They had brought me on as an on-air host and I was, I was doing that and I was getting used to that and I was seeing how the segments worked, but I wasn't really, I didn't have the producer skill set yet. I had just, I had experience by, by doing these segments with them, but it was a whole steep learning curve that I really dove into. This was probably 2018, 2019. Um, and I really just dove all in that year. I was in New York. Chicago, LA, learning how to produce the segments, how to make them work, and how to really showcase these people, these businesses in all these different cities. And I just fell in love with it. I, I just absolutely fell in love with it. I mean, you know how great it no, feels. You're just made for this. It was like your talent <laughs> that you were meant to be to do just started flowing out. I love it. Yeah. And so that's just what I, you know, was doing for, for years. And then what I, where, where it switched into what I'm currently doing, which is the spotlight series is after we would film these segments and I spent these time, you know, with these amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, public figures, the camera, you know, we would start to pack up the cameras after we film these segments. And then they really start to get real with me. Right. And they really started going to the story. Like, you know, how hard this was for me to get to this point. And they talked about kind of their journeys of entrepreneurship and how they got to where they're like, man, why did we turn the cameras off? This is the good stuff. That's right? the good stuff. <laughs> this is what people want to hear about. It's like the journey to get to where you are today and what they had to battle and get through and what pushed them through to get to this point, which we're now celebrating and getting them on camera for. And so that's where the birth of the Spotlight series was, was, was getting inside the entrepreneurial mindset. And I said, this is a series here. I, I really want to dig deep inside, you know, these people that I look up to, that people look up to, they have big followings and, and how did they get there? And so that was the Spotlight series. 
series up until, so we started filming that up until the pandemic. And then when the pandemic came, it kind of everything, the entertainment world came to a screeching halt. It was impossible to shoot, to travel, wow. to do anything. And that's what started the podcast. So I, I had all these great people lined up, all these amazing stories to share. And, you know, the podcast was something we could do from home. And so it was just another great outlet for me. And so that's why I started the podcast as well on air with Molly Dare to get these stories out, get the inspiration and motivation out. And now we're back up picking up the Spotlight series. We've, I've been doing some amazing interviews and it, we just started back up again. So I've got a lot coming down the pike. So I'm now I'm doing both. I'm doing film and podcast. As you should. <laughs> I talk to everybody. You know, it's, it's so great. That's so great. Now, where do these air? So if somebody wants to see these series, where can they see them or can they see them? Yeah, absolutely. So right now it's all on social media. Everything that I do and cut is for social media exclusively. I just really believe that that is where everything is headed. That's where people find people. Yeah. People are really loving the bite-sized content, not like the, you know, hours and hours and hours long. People want that like that small dose of inspiration, motivation. And so we we give them obviously to the people to post on their, for their marketing, their websites and whatever. We post it on our, our websites, on YouTube, um, all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, everywhere. Um, you can really find it anywhere. If you follow me at my at my website and everything, you'll see all of them. We just are actually refreshing, re, redoing the website um, as we have all these amazing new videos of all these new interviews that we've done that we're uploading hopefully what day is it? With hopefully by Monday, they're all going to be um, up there. So oh, you'll start seeing that. And that's MollyDare.com, correct? Correct. Yeah. Because I, I was on there and it said that it was like under construction doing some yes. stuff. Like, Ooh, I know. Yes. I know. We're so excited to, to relaunch. We have all new branding, you know, new yeah. year, new us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Put the put 2020 and 2021 behind you. Yeah, <laughs> That's so exciting. I can't wait to see it. And when you say your your fans and your followers, you really do have a great following. So let me ask you this because our viewers and listeners want to know, okay, you've got, and this is this is impressive. You've got 16,000 followers on Clubhouse, which is relatively a new platform. I mean, just what, a year old? Basically, nobody's really been on it that long. You've only been on since what, December? I, you know, I joined Clubhouse in January, but I used it for the first time, like really, you know how it is. Like, you're like, what yeah. is this and how to even use it? So my first actual day on, like where I actually like went into the rooms and got on stages was February 9th of 2021. Yes. And you have 16,000 followers. Please explain yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you're growing too, super fast. Um, and, and really what it was, right? The trick was, and, and we're all super nervous when we first get on, right? We're all, we're like, what is this? Oh my gosh, do I raise my hand? Do I just sit and listen? <laughs> I know. And then you do everything wrong and it's okay. They push it back down the audience. Like, nope, yeah. not you. <laughs> what did I I know everyone gets on and they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? Do I raise my hand? Do I, it's live. Like, what am yeah. I, what am I supposed to say? What am Where's I Where's the mute say? button? Wait a minute. <laughs> And, you know, really, it's just, I just started raising my hand. If I, I would go into this, to the rooms where I thought I had something to add, I definitely listened for the first few weeks. I was definitely like down there, all the way down there, just listening, getting the lay of the land. I was following people who resonated with me and going into their rooms and getting to know them a little bit better. The trick for me was I started, and this is what I recommend for anybody to do if you're on Clubhouse. I started, if someone was up there on the big stage resonating with me, I would send them a DM saying, I love what you said about this. And I just started connecting them that way. And we started having a relation, you know, a, a connection. So that yeah. way, when they saw me in another room, they pulled me up. 
Right. And when they started pulling me up and I started speaking and getting more comfortable speaking and, and realizing, okay, what I'm saying people are resonating with, it just gives you the confidence to keep doing that, raising your hand uh, and speaking and sharing your thoughts and your insights. And then once you get doing that enough, then you get to open your own rooms, right? You get the confidence. Wow. Yeah. Your own rooms. I mean, you're doing amazing rooms, Araya. And that's where, you know, the growth really happens on the platform. It really does. And you're doing, God, you're doing so amazing. You, you said a key point that I hope everybody gets because if they get on Clubhouse, which I just shout from the rooftops all the time, get on Clubhouse. It's so interactive. It's where else can you really talk in real time? You know, and you can have discussions. You can have arguments nowadays, but you can really get your points across and inspire. And you started the room every single day. Your mindset, your mom, what is your name of your room? I'm there every day. Yeah, no, it's, I know. It's, I, forget it too. I forget too. Mindset and motivation power out. That's it. And it's not a power hour. It's a power day because it goes on to like new, but we love that because it's so, it's amazing because you can be doing other things and listening to inspiration. It's better than even just listening to podcasts because you're listening and you can actually chime in. So that's the beauty of podcasts. It's a podcast, beauty of clubhouse. It's like a podcast that you can, you can have a conversation with the 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 person talking and the people talking and the host and there's a lots of hosts. It's so cool. But you said something that really resonated and that is, get those off platform conversations going. You've got to get in the DMs, which is the direct messages, whether it's now Clubhouse has their own back channel, but a lot of people really still deal with the Instagram one where they check it more. Right now I'll do kind of both because I'm not sure which ones they're checking if I'm not sure. So I might do something on both of them, but you've got to get back there. And that's how you and I know each other, Molly, because I was following you around and you just happen to pop up in every room back, gosh, like February, I think it was February, March, I was getting in and I saw your picture. And I remember seeing your picture and something that I was going to be involved in. I'm like, oh, wow, she's involved with that project too. And then you were everywhere in this big following. I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder if she's going to be there when I'm there. We're going to do this television show. And we got to talking in the back channel. He said, oh, give me a call. Let's talk. And we've been talking ever since. Ever since. (laughs) I mean, yeah. You know, so you never know who's going to be your next best friend, your next best colleague mentor, coach, client, it's all there. But my caveat for people on Clubhouse, do not come in with a sales agenda. Come in on purpose, be the expert in your industry, but do not come in there and start selling, selling and pitching because you will get shut down. We know when you're coming up and use every opportunity to open your mouth like, hi, I do this, check out my masterclass, check out, we don't do that. There's a time and a place when somebody will say, so what do you do or tell us more? That's a great tip, where can they find out more? You just listen more than you talk and give value freely and it all starts coming to you, it really does. That's, I mean, really, that is the number one trick on there is to lead with value, lead to serve mm-hmm. on there. And I promise you, people will start edifying you for you. You won't even need to sell yourself because people will do it for you, and which is even more powerful than you saying, oh, this is what I do and I'm great at it. Like, okay, great. But when <laughs> someone else says, you know, oh, and you got to check this person out because she's a me, you got to check Araya out and go to her rooms. Like how much more powerful is that for someone to say that for you than for you to say, come to my rooms or come and check me out? Oh, it really is. It's always much better than somebody else brags about you, for sure. And it's really that you really become family. I feel like we have friends now all over the world, which is so cool because you really can get on Clubhouse anytime, day or night, 24-7, and there's a room open and open up because people are from all over the world. That's and it's right. really cool. So it really is a great growth business. So with the growth business, what are some of your best tips for people listening or watching that helps them grow? If you're going to say, here's a few things that business owners can do to up level right now in 2021 and beyond, what would you say to them? 
Oh my gosh, there's so much, right? And there's so much that I wish I had known early on, right? We all say that. Right. <laughs> if I had known this in the beginning, I would have grown much faster. Uh, really, the number one thing for me that I, that I wish I had done just from the get-go is a, uh, you know, dive into all aspects of your business, right? Learn all the different aspects and then realize what you're really good at and what you're really not good at. Know your blind spots and be really self-aware and honest with yourself about what those are and then hire accordingly. Hire people who are experts in what your blind spots are because that is how my company has grown is my team, and I say this all the time, my team makes me look good. They're the stars. I'm telling you, they are. They're amazing. You look pretty good yourself, though. <laughs> no, no, really. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, really good. They cover all my blind spots. They make it run. I'm not good in the details. I'm telling you right now, I am not good in the business details. That's I'm good okay. at, at producing the content. I'm good, you know, getting in front of things. And, and they're like, okay, great, Molly. You go do that. And we're going to take care of all, all the other stuff. You just give us, you know, the content to keep going. And, and you know, I'm a dreamer. I'm a big vision person, right? But, but the devil's in the details. Yeah. And so, so for me, I wish I had done that sooner. And a lot of people get stuck here, right? Because they're all like, oh, that must be really nice that you get to hire all these people. But like, I don't have money. I'm just starting out. And so, you know, what I say is, do you know how many college interns there are out there that would love the experience yeah. to, to work with, with an array or, or anybody who's listening right now sure. that would love that opportunity? And they're looking at it for course credit. They're looking for it to mm -hmm. put on the resume. They're looking for the experience. And so, you know, that's really, you know, really great. You can also find people who are, you know, working, you know, willing to work for, you know, a cut of what comes in. There's all different ways that you can structure it. So you're not just immediately paying out the gate because as right. any entrepreneur knows, there's so much going out in the beginning that you have yeah. computers everywhere you can. But we, we waste money in, in, in so many areas if we think about it. When we're having to do it all, I don't say it's wasting, but spend a lot of our own valuable time doing things we should be doing, which is still spending money because you're paying, you could, you, your hourly wage is worth a whole lot more when you could get paid if you're doing your actual job. You need to be yes. But let's dig a little bit deeper because I like yeah. to get into a little bit juice. Juice sure. you. All right. You're saying to get our insurance and get some help. It's hard to find good help these days. I mean, whether you can't find them, you don't know where to you know, dig in and find them, or they're just not there, they're not willing to work part-time, give us some tips on how do we find good help? Where should oh we look? Oh, my gosh, Araya, that is so good. I, you know, I'm lucky enough that I've had someone who's been with me for – 14 years. Oh okay. Who knows me like back of my, I mean, when I tell you she's three steps ahead of me, I can't tell you how many times oh. I text her. She's like already did it. My, I knew that I was coming. Oh <laughs> right? Enough to have a Rachel, like what I have. Right. The other way that I have found amazing people, um, you know, I have my, um, and you've worked with Courtney, right. You went back and forth with, with Courtney. Yes. 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 Love Courtney. Um, yeah, she's great. And you know, is, Look, pay attention to people who in your industry who are doing what you want to do, right? And, and who's working around them and who's working with them. Um, and, them? No. <laughs> pay attention and then take that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so I'm going to call Courtney. I'll be Rachel. So hold on. No. I'll, I'll tell you honestly, is I saw people who were shining in a way that I wanted to shine, right? And I think I think it's really, and this this is also an important point. I think it's really healthy to pay attention to people who are doing things who are who are where you want to be in life. Oh yeah, not copy them, right? But just pay attention to how they're doing it. If you're lucky enough, especially with social media, they're showing you the behind the scenes, right? You watch their stories, watch who they're surrounding themselves with, and then I contact them specifically, and I say, hey, I love this. Do you have someone on your team? 
that you could give me the name of that helps you with X, right? That I need help with. And if they're nice, <laughs> they will they will share those names. And honestly, that's how that's how I got a lot of, of people is I paid attention to who was where I wanted to be. I looked at who their team was, even like with websites that you love. Look right. at who designed it, right? If you have a, an amazing website, someone's you see something online, look at who designed it. Go contact them. I mean, there's so much information out there. There's so much we can watch and, and see sure. who's who people are surrounding themselves with. So honestly, I mean, that's how I, I have found people. It's just by calling up the people that are doing what I want to do and do it in a way that I really love and seeing who helps them get there. Yeah, instead of coming and saying, so Molly, can I just steal Rachel and Courtney from you? I would say, do you know anybody else like them? Or is anybody on your team looking for extra work, extra Absolutely. hours? So it's not, you know, there's no Because I would never ever go and like poach somebody. <laughs> just right. I always go to the person and ask no coaching. if there's someone on their team that has availability or that they think yeah. could help me with, with what it is. That I mean, I always go right to, to the top to ask. Exactly. Because it is hard. I've had some really great people on my team and then I've had some not so great people. So now I'm back in the, in the market to look for that. Those really good, that one right arm. We all need that good right arm. That's like what you have, obviously. In and, then, and then people reach out to you in your DMs. Go through your DMs, but just don't go go into the, the, the folder that you rarely go into. Because a lot of people, there's that hidden folder in the DMs that, that has, I don't know if it's people that you don't follow or what yeah, it is. Yeah, the request one. Yes. Uh, you know, go into there. There's so many people that, that do reach out. And Clubhouse has been an amazing way too. There's so many people that reach out saying, I love what you're doing. I'd love to offer this. This is my expertise. I'd love to help you. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So back to Clubhouse. You guys all have to get into Clubhouse. It all goes, all goes <laughs> back to Clubhouse. What can I say? <laughs> shit, I'll tell you, it is the best way to start my day. I mean, you can go down rabbit holes in some other conversations, but you know what I love? I love that we're able to hear people talk because the rest of our life, we're being fed news. We're being fed information. We're being fed all this, whoever, you know, is in whether it's television news or Twitter news or online news. But when you get into Clubhouse, you get to hear what the people are talking about and you get to hear people's hearts, concerns, their answers, their expertise. I learn a lot and you take everything with a grain of salt. You, you know, match up everything to reality because not everything you hear is going to be true. So you do your own research on whatever it is the topic is. But I love that we can hear real people and not just from my city or my neighborhood, we're hearing opinions and things going on in far parts of the world. It's so fascinating to see how they're handling things in Australia, how they're handling things in Ireland and the UK. I just love, love that. Where else you get to be a fly on the wall and then open your mouth and ask a question to it. It's like having TV news and podcasts all in your living room. And at any moment, you could share a thought, knowledge, wisdom, questions, all right there. It's it's so amazing, and I think it's important whether it's on Clubhouse or anywhere else to listen to many different views and viewpoints and backgrounds. Uh, that's how I learn. That's how I up level is by staying open minded. I think it's really really important to be open minded and to listen to people and listen to them if they come at it from a different way than you do. Maybe you're not going to do exactly what they did, but maybe you can take like one little thing from that and tweak it to make it work for yourself. And I mean, in my rooms, in your rooms, in all the rooms, there's just so much great conversation. As you said, so many people from so many different cultures so many different countries i know it's so cool it's the best. yeah it really is and now we're friends too so you were awesome so you've given us some really good golden nuggets some really great ways to grow our following and to get good help which really frees us up to do what we do best i hope everybody listens to on air with molly dare your podcast it's absolutely amazing you do a great interview you've got great people on there more wisdom more knowledge so don't make this if you're listening or watching your one stop 
continue on with me, continue on with On Air with Molly Dear. You will not be sorry. But in our last five minutes, Molly, I asked some rapid fire questions just okay. for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This is a fun one. You know, I'm not a big reader as far as, oh, what's your favorite book? I go the other direction, which you'll appreciate. TV or a movie that has impacted the trajectory of your life or career? Oh my goodness. That is so good. You know, I watch a lot of um, documentaries, uh, biographies, I, I mean, which is probably not surprising to you <laughs> <laughs> um, at all, but it has affected the trajectory of my career. That's tough yeah. to say. Because, you know, I mean, the first one that's coming to mind is the Steve Jobs documentary. Um, and it's only, because, yeah, um, it, but there's so many. When I tell you I watch documentary, it's the only thing I watch. I really don't watch a lot of television at all. Um, I don't even have cable, to be quite honest. Um, but I do, I do watch a lot of like the Netflix documentaries. And I just, again, it's getting inside that entrepreneurial mind. And Steve Jobs, there's a lot of things he did I didn't agree with, right? I, there's a lot of things, the way he acted, whatever, that I, that I didn't agree with. But just how he pushed the envelope and how he really, you know, he expected greatness from those around him, but, but of himself. But more importantly, the lessons he learned at the end of his life, right? Yes. That is what got mm. me. That touched like my heart and my soul of like, of oh gosh, and I can't remember the, his like famous quote right now off the top of my head. But man, I mean, just Google Steve quotes. Yes, uh, yes, I get the draw blank. Yeah, I mean, when you they, and I were talking about brain fog this morning, remember? Maybe yeah, that's, when they went to the end of his life and just like how he looked back on his life and the lessons learned, yeah, that to me sticks with me deep in my in my mind, in my head, and how I live my life. That's a great one. That's a great one. What celebrity or famous influencer do you want to have dinner with? And what is the first question you would ask them? Oh my goodness, there's so many. Um, okay, Besides so me. No. the first one that's yes. Well, you, duh. Yeah. Um, no, there's so many. There's so many people, but um, I will say the first person who comes to mind and um, is May Musk, um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, May Musk is uh, you know the mother of Elon, obviously, but she yes. has two other very very um, successful entrepreneurial kids. They just don't get as much spotlight as Elon, but they're very successful themselves. But really, why I am so fascinated by her she also has an amazing book a woman makes a plan um is that she is the original she is the og entrepreneur she was an entrepreneur way back when that was not a thing she was a single mom raising these three kids working her way through i mean her story is truly amazing and, and most people don't know it and what like a uh, a bad blank i don't want to curse on your show but like she she's she really um she's a force and oh, she yeah, I just uh, I just think she's amazing. Like I want to be her when I grow up. And she was <laughs> she, she's you know I was lucky enough to have a, a conversation a, a conversation with her or a few, and you know she said this is the best year of my life and at seventy two years old. And I'm like man, if I can get to seventy two years old and say I'm living the best year of my life right now, like wow. how amazing is that? So I want to know all the things right of all the decades, all the lessons learned, and how to get to to, to be able to say seventy two is the best year of my life. Molly, I'm so glad you said that because as I'm reaching 60, I love that you mentioned somebody's a long way to go. 
I do. <laughs> but I love that you mentioned somebody's mother. Nobody's done that yet because there's always a, well, I can't say always, but there's always somebody behind a successful person, whether it's, you know, a wife, a husband, a spouse, a mom, a, a grandparent, a mentor, an adoptive parent. There's somebody that is, that has been that wing, wind beneath their wing. So I'm so glad you said that because now I'm going to look her up because that, that inspires me as well. That She's really amazing. is. How did you raise these three entrepreneurial rock know. stars, right? Give me those tips. I, want I know. Them. We just want to raise, you know, rock stars in general, you know, get them through high school. That's yes. the ball. That's, exactly. that's the point right now. Oh my gosh, Molly, this has been so great. You're going to have to come back and we'll have to do this again and do even more. You are amazing. I am so glad we met on Clubhouse, people. That yes. tells you what happens on Clubhouse. You make great, great connections, great mentorships. Gosh, and Molly's now just... I'm growing by leaps and bounds. Molly, 16,000 followers, 18,000 followers on Instagram. You are not a slacker. I hope you all will go to mollydare.com and see what she's up to and listen to her podcast on air with Molly Dare. I love that name. Molly, thank you for being here with us tonight. I love you and appreciate you. Can't wait to meet you in person and give you an actual hug. But for now, air hugs. <laughs> love you. I'll see you in the morning. Love you. Clubhouse. Bye, Molly. Thank you. Bye. And now, without any further ado on this one, I'm bringing up a nonprofit of the night. We are bringing up the beautiful, the fabulous Tamika Lowry Pugh, who is a business owner in her own right, but has such a passion for a nonprofit that's near and dear to my heart, the Still Standing Alliance. Let me put that up here because, Tamika, it is so good to see you. Thank you for coming on. You're going to come on on another podcast. You're going to have the whole show. This one, wants you to come in because I had a spot at the end to spotlight That's your charity. So thank you, you so much. Yeah. I, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm always excited to be in your presence. Oh, I love um, you. Yes, I love you too. And so I'm excited about our conversation. Thank you so much for highlighting Still Standing. Always, always. My favorite place to be on my birthday before the pandemic shut us down. Yuck. Every year for your birthday, you spent time with us. You served as a host. You served as an auctioneer. I mean, you've probably done everything for the Still Standing <laughs> Alliance. And so I'm always grateful to you for that. Oh, tell the listeners and the viewers, what is the Still Standing Alliance and why is it so important to you that you open this up? Yes. Yeah, so the Still Standing Alliance, we are a nonprofit organization that focuses on domestic violence advocacy, awareness and prevention. And so advocating on behalf of domestic violence victims, making sure that the laws, the Constitution, um, things of that nature are protecting uh, victims rights under the, uh, our advocacy umbrella. We bring awareness just like we're doing right now having a conversation, letting you know that it does exist. And then prevention um, under that umbrella, we, that's what we train. We train the community on domestic violence, teen dating violence trainings, domestic violence 101, domestic violence for corporations, how they should handle it, and then our faith-based, our faith-based training um, for the faith-based community. So that's who we are. In addition to that, we do have our survivor empowerment program where we support survivors of domestic violence, helping them to rebuild their lives after abuse. One of the things that we added um, during COVID um, was our scholarship program. So we now have a scholarship fund, fund that needs funding, um, but to really support survivors of domestic violence and getting their, continuing their education. It can be a trade school, you know, cosmetology, an esthetician. Um, even if they're going to a community college, we think that education um, is the key to hopefully helping them to have some financial empowerment. 
So that's, that's something we just recently implemented. And it's so important to make it because, you know, it, money buys you choices. And when, you know, I, when I escaped domestic violence, you know, I had to gather the money first. You just can't walk out. Most of us will have kids. We have you. You're tied up with each other. People think, well, why do you stay with an abusive person? It's not that easy to get out unless sometimes you plan it. You know, it so has to be planned. People don't know. Ninety nine percent of domestic violence victims are stuck. They're stuck because of finances. Ninety nine percent are experiencing financial abuse, which is why they can't leave. So how are you guys doing during this pandemic that seems to be lingering on forever, up and down? How are the women doing? What What's happening with Still Standing and how can we help you? I think things are getting a little bit better in the community because we've opened up a little bit. It's not like it was in the beginning when we were afraid. We didn't know what was going to happen. So it's a little bit better for victims. Um, as far as nonprofits, especially smaller ones like the Still Standing Alliance, we struggled. We took a hit because we helped so many victims during early on during the pandemic that we literally almost exhausted our funds because people weren't working. We weren't getting the donations that we would typically get in. Um, fundraisers, you know, in-person fundraisers, we weren't doing those anymore. Yeah. And so um, really having to be crafty and come up with ideas on how to raise funds because we still have to help victims like they still need our help. What was one idea you had that worked? Because there's other nonprofits that'll hear you. Give them an idea. What's one thing that did work? So one of the things that did work, uh, we have actually our people love T-shirts. So yeah. our still standing T-shirts have become a big hit. And so that helps us to raise funds. In addition to that, what we did um, is we started collecting gift cards, Kroger gift cards, Walmart gift cards, because yeah. that way we can give those to the victims or survivors and they're able to go and do the things that they need to do um, with those gift cards as opposed to, you know, sometimes people are uncomfortable uh -huh. with giving, you know, cash donations. And so having um, the opportunity to allow people to donate gift cards. So if somebody wants to donate now and they really, they have a heart for, for uh, domestic violence, they may have experienced it themselves and now they're in a good position they want to give back what where can we go to give back and what's the best thing that we can do right now to help you that you need the most the best thing to do is go to the stillstandingalliance.org on the home page you'll see the donate button in addition to that you can go to the stillstandingalliance.org forward slash donate and there's different areas that you can donate to so you can donate to our scholarship fund um, you know you can donate to the survivor empowerment program which helps victims of domestic violence, which allows us to pay their first month's rent, security deposit, and things of that nature. That's fantastic. Good for you. I'm so glad. And tell 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 the um, listeners and viewers just a little bit about yourself and your story. We've got a few more minutes to to spend with you. So tell us a little bit. Yeah. About that. So obviously, the Still Standing Alliance. Well, it's not that obvious, but people <laughs> typically do things because it's part of their passion and their purpose. And it's part of my story as a survivor of domestic violence. Um, I wanted to do something to give back to that community. So let's rewind back to 2007. Um, I was in a, a marriage that was abusive, emotionally, physically, financially abusive. Um, I remember before he ever laid a hand on me, I was already broken, emotionally broken. My spirit was broken. And so it's, you know, I often say it's easy, you know, you can heal a broken arm, but how do you heal a broken soul, mm. right? And so at that point you feel stuck, you start to blame yourself. 
self-love, low self-confidence starts to kick in and you're in this cycle because all you want is for everything to go back the way that it used to be. And so that's what we're trying to do. As, an, as a victim, you're trying to get things to go back the way that it used to be. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. And I remember the day that I left him, I was just tired. And we were uh, driving up Interstate 85 in Atlanta near the airport. I was in the driver's seat and I remember having a bag in the back seat and he was like, What's that bag for? And I said, I'm leaving you today. Like, I can't do this anymore. And that's at that moment, that's when he began, began to beat me. Um, While you were in the car. In the Why? car. We ended up on the side of the road and he just beat me and strangled me until I was unconscious. Oh, my God. When I came back to consciousness, I was in the middle of Interstate 85 with cars swerving around me, blowing their horns, trying to prevent from hitting me. And I know it was God. And I always tell people the voice of God. But I heard a voice that said to me, go get up. And when I got up, I just remember, I remember being in the car fully dressed. When I got up, all I had on was like a shirt. It was unbuttoned. I have no idea how that happened because we we're tussling in the car, but a couple saw what happened. They pulled over, they called the police. And so that was the day that I became a survivor. That was the day that the journey to survivorship started. I had no idea that years later that I would have a nonprofit organization that helped other women that were in those same, the same situation that I was in. I had no idea that, you know, we, we would have an, an international presence helping people and speaking all over the world on domestic violence. You just never know what your experience or your story, you know, where it will take you. You never know. And so um, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, I do have gratitude that I was able to shift away from that and build a platform that can help hundreds of thousands of, of women. I always love when we use our test as our testimony. Yes. You know, and we turn these into into ways to help others. And we've all we'll all go through stuff. Nobody gets through this life without going through stuff. And sometimes the bigger the stuff, the bigger the testimony, the bigger you can help other people. Yes. And God knew you and I were both strong enough to handle this plight, to handle this story, to do this and then stand up for others to stop this, to help them be thrivers. And you and I have the same passion to prevent it from happening by getting to the teenagers and, and teaching them what's acceptable, what's not acceptable behavior from the get-go. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, there's always gonna be work to be done. We hope that at some point in life, we don't have to have nonprofits that focus on this. We hope and we pray, but for now, we're here, we're here to stay, and we're gonna keep fighting this thing until the end. Amen. Amen. Tamika, thank you so much for being here with us. You are a wonderful entrepreneur. And I say, I'm going to have you back to talk about your business because you are such a great success story. So coming from lying on the interstate, being strangled by some terrible abuser to where you are now, helping with the nonprofit and being a successful entrepreneur at the same time. So we want to know that because I'm looking at your book in the background on the podcast. You can't see this. Five, <laughs> five steps for living an empowered life. Would you come back and talk about that on another episode? Absolutely. I would love to. We would you love to have you back, Tamiko. Five steps for living an empowered life. Tamika Larry Pugh is going to talk about that. Go to her, thestillstandingalliance.org. If you're listening to a podcast, it's thestillstandingalliance.org. Yes. Give to it. It helps women. It helps the women become sure thrivers, yes. that they can thrive 
after domestic violence. And you and I both have something else in common. We are married to our Prince Charming after domestic violence. So there Absolutely. is love, true love out there, right? There is love after abuse. There is. There is. Yes, that's a whole conversation, but yes, absolutely, and I'm grateful. And my tip on that is we have to to not accept anything less than something wonderful, somebody who makes us laugh and doesn't make us cry. In the last mm. minute, what is your tip to women so they can find love like you and I have? You know, I would say in order to find love, we actually have to love ourselves first, and we have to give, show ourselves the example understand what our values are, because as long as our values are not in alignment um, with the person that comes into our life, we will not be happy. So understanding your values and making sure that your values align is going to is so important to making sure you are attracting the right type of person in your life. And you said the key word, love yourself first, and then somebody else can come in and love you. Get that self-esteem going, ladies and gentlemen, too. Tamiko, it's always a pleasure. I've missed you terribly through this pandemic. I know I've missed you, too. Are you doing an event? I know we got like 30 seconds. You're doing an event this year? I'm be not doing an event this year. I'm going to try to do something that's more virtual. Yeah. Or a hybrid event. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. We will talk. All right, you listen, listeners and viewers, stay tuned because we're going to be talking about the event she normally does, like my birthday weekend. So we'll do something and we'll help women um, survive and thrive domestic violence and stop this cycle. We're going to break it together, Tamiko. I know it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here to get celebritized where we hope that we help you earn more so you can live more, so you can give back more to precious people like Tamika Larry Pugh, who's the founder of the Still Standing Alliance. Together, we do more. Together, we achieve more. Together, we can make a difference in this world. Thank you all for listening and watching. Until next time, this is Araya from Get Celebritized, signing out. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagari.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.